Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the, I almost, I always, you, you haven't noticed that I've done this, but I almost always start with my friend's intro to his, I almost always say the wrong show name. <laughs> Hi, everybody, welcome back to talking about the big stuff with your hosts, that's plural this week, Ooh, it was plural last to... week, but the introduction is plural this week, uh, Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat, uh, I'm Michael Cole. And I'm Matthew Cravat. And today we, uh, we're we going to talk about aphantasia. Do you know how hard it was not to say we're wild stallions? Yeah. <laughs> well, M- Michael Christopher Cole Esquire. Matthew R. Cravat. And we're wild, wild stallions. stallions. So I felt, I felt better. Yeah. yeah. I, I referenced it the other day. I have a, a young coworker um, in our group. And he... He was also raised super Christian, went to Bible college, intended to teach Christian his, biblical history until he read the Bible too many times in Bible college. You know what that nice. does. And um, so he, uh, which is funny because I had to hire him despite that fact. Like I had to put that aside interviewing him and say, I'm not going to let count that against him. What has he done since then? And it was a good call because afterwards we talked about it. You know, I said, I know that you're hired, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And he's like, oh, me too. I'm like, oh. Uh, but he, he says uh, he's agnostic, which I guess you would think is a pussy atheist. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't think that, but but yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, um, he, as a super Christian, was not allowed to watch a lot of movies growing up that we would think of as normal. So I mentioned a Bill and Ted reference in in France last month, and when he got home, like he he watched it. Like our next time we're in a work meeting, he called me um, Freud dude, and it's like it's like oh wait, you watched Bill and Ted, and he's like, yep. So it's kind of like he's like Captain America. He has a list of things he has to watch and experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of went through something similar. I mean, I, I, I was not nearly as strict as a lot of crazy Christians, uh, like groups and stuff. But um, going to Catholic school, I didn't read all the shit that you read as an American in yeah. the twentieth century and into the twenty first century. Um, so, like, at my in my like almost 30s i started reading like i read read the great gatsby catcher in the rye um catholic school didn't have catcher in the rye huh killed no no. (laughs) um so i read a bunch of those at that point in time um very slowly (laughs) because i have aphantasia um so podcast yeah so anyway so this week we're going to talk about aphantasia um Aphantasia, just for everybody who's not aware, is is the inability or it's not always the pure inability. Sometimes it's just you're bad at it, but I have the inability to make pictures in my mind. So like if you close your eyes, think of something very simple, a red apple, a red t-shirt. Are you seeing it? I am not seeing it. And so that that and that's basically the test for it. And so um I just thought it was a fun topic. We we've delved into some heavy topics, and I just was like, let's do a fun topic where uh, Matthew can make about a million jokes that he was <laughs> that he's been picturing all week in his head. Yeah. Uh, and so, actually, I was talking to a coworker um, about this, and he's like, I'm not familiar with the topic. And so I did the same example. I said, think of a red apple. Are you picturing a red apple? He's like, yeah. And I said. My friend Mike can't picture a red apple. He might think the words red apple, that he remembers he's eaten red apples, but he can't think, he can't picture it. And, and he was like, well, and I said, he only recently discovered it. And he was like, well, how can that be? 
And so here, ch- check me if I'm right. My thought was like, I said to him, well, like, you know, you or I might say, you know, my grandmother made the best apple pie. I can smell it now. And clearly we cannot actually smell it now. It's just a metaphor. And I assume that Mike his whole life has thought when someone says, oh, I can, I can, I can see it, that it's just the same metaphor as when you say I can smell it. 100%. 100%. So the way I found out about aphantasia and then that I had aphantasia was watching the show Space Force with Steve Carell. There's a, char- <laughs> there's a character on it that says he has aphantasia and then, you know, does a quick 30 second description of aphantasia. I pause the show. I look at Sarah and I'm like, do, do you see pictures in your head? And she's like, yes. Like, I'm like, you can like actually see them. It's not a metaphor to you. And she's like, no, like I can see a picture in my head. Like if I picture it, like, and I was like, really, you can just see stuff in your head. And she's like, yeah, you can't do that. I'm like, no, no, I cannot see stuff in my head. And, and she was like, no, you must be able to. And then it like slowly dawned on her, all of the things about me that she's like, she's like, oh, that explains so much. (laughs) She's like, that's why you can't find anything. I'm like, first of all, uh, that is not why I picture the last place you saw it. No, I can't. (laughs) Right. So, so she, yeah. So she was like, Oh my God, it makes so much sense. And then she goes, how do you enjoy reading? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I like the story is I don't like picture the stuff in my head. And I said, but that's also why, like when people got upset about the cat being the wrong color in hunger games, I was like, I don't remember the cat's color. Like, cause I saw the word, orange or gray or whatever it was and i didn't see you didn't lock an an image in your head that you pictured for the rest of the book right so i don't have any of those problems that people have the same thing you know i guess there was that that one's a really good example did you know that the little mermaid being cast by a person of color she didn't used to be she used to be white i just i don't know if you know i'm very aware because the little mermaid and mary jane watson may have shaped some of my childhood crush uh, my my ideal woman growing up um, was a pa- pale skin red woman, redheaded woman with with uh, seashells or a Spider Man t shirt uh, yeah. across her large breasts. <laughs> right. That may be very specific to. And so I don't get canceled. I am also aware Little Mermaid is Little Mermaid is actually green in the Hans Christian Andersen story. So if you want to be accurate to the source material, she's green. Yeah. Yep. And isn't. The Little Mermaid about it's a metaphor for because he was a he was homosexual and it was a metaphor for an uh, forbidden love because he was in love with a man unrequited love yeah unrequited yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That he, they, he could the other his the person he loved married a woman and he was like but I am right here and he had no voice to tell him how he felt so he wrote the story about having no voice and then dying of sadness you know in in the story so yeah, yeah. not not very Disney esque no no well maybe modern I, Disney we should. We should do an episode, by the way, about Disney and um, uh, public domain because I think yeah. it's a, wi- a wild topic that they uh, made their fortune off that and now are denying the people. Oh, I, I read a great book, not on Disney stuff, but on the Disneyfication and kind of things. That I got to see if it still exists. We should, I would get it for you as a gift before we do such an episode. Okay. It was a book of essays about that kind of topic. It was really cool. Cool. But. So, you can't picture that book. I can picture it right now. I can see the cover in my, in my head. It's so weird that you can't. I mean, you haven't seen it, so you probably couldn't anyway. But that other books, you can't just see the cover yeah. in your head. So as Sarah and – so it's been almost – it's been probably two years since I learned that I have aphantasia. 
And I like that um, that you are diagnosed by Steve Carell yes. in Space Force. The, the best things in life. I was diagnosed by Steve Carell. Um, <laughs> but so so as we, after we found that out, like little pieces here and there, like where we Sarah and I check in and she'll be like, well, what about this? And I'll be like, no, what about this? Um, one example was, wait a second. So like, you've seen my penis. You can just close your eyes and see my penis. And she's like, yeah, of course. Me too. And, and yeah, well, that's how you become a true friend in this on this podcast. Um, so you get the co-host role. Yeah. Um, they can't see that there's a couch in this in my office. Uh, <laughs> casting couch. Um, it is a pullout, but I didn't pull out. So, um, so I anyway, but out. so so she, I said, you you could see that. And she was like, Yeah, of course, I could see, I could see that. And I'm like, So that means everyone who's ever seen my penis can can just close their eyes if they wanted to and see my penis she's like yeah i'm like i would have been so much more careful with that over the last 15 20 years if i had known everyone was just going to be able to like recall it i i didn't realize you all had like photos in your head i thought it was just like yeah i mean it, it, it's got balls and you know I, I i just thought it was the way i saw it i i'm like i and she goes wait so you can't see like you can't like recall tits i'm like no unless i can see a picture i can like like I, I could describe tits, I, you know, nipples and coloring. Cause I like, I don't want to get so, I don't want to get super sexual on this, but it is on this t- topic, but That's it is kind of my mind goes is like, there's no masturbation unless there's external material to look at or, or like before the days of cell phones, man, teenage yeah. years must've been tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was. I came of age in a different time than you, so we had scrambled porn. To this day, if you scrambled, oh, we had you scrambled have a, porn. I we had yeah. it. it was over the air, so it wasn't over cable. You had to like <laughs> my generation. If if you like guys of my age group, if you show us like a scrambled image and you put like just really like soft core moaning over it, we'll get an erection for sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if that's a nipple or an elbow, but either way, I love it. Yeah, yeah, maybe and. And and I couldn't picture either way. I couldn't like <laughs> I couldn't rearrange the picture. So I guess other kids could do that. But um, so no. So we were talking about that about what was I saying? Oh, so back to to me being able to describe stuff. So I mean, it obviously applies to sexual stuff, but it applies to non sexual stuff. Like that's how I've kind of. So if I think I'm gonna want to or need to describe or recall something i make like mental notes so like right now you're wearing glasses you ha- your beard has a little gray in it your uh your hair has a little gray in it there's a towel behind your head or blanket you have a big nose uh no, you assuming can't, that's what you were saying i can't I believe you that's what, that. yeah i'm gonna release the video oh crap <laughs> i didn't record the video um so so anyway, so like the, I've like learned to make notes of things. So like, especially as a writer wanting to recall stuff or, you know, like when I was in Italy the first time I wrote a lot about it because I, I took a lot of pictures so that I could go back and recall like the texture of the cobblestone that would walk through and stuff like that. And I just assumed everyone else was making those mental notes and stuff. And I don't, I didn't know that they were being able to like re re, you know, as, you know, bring that slide up and but, but I say our slides are not um super reliable because 
the things you remember over time, you, you know, every time you have memory, you know, memory is a complicated thing. You're remembering the last time you remembered it and you easily can misremember how things looked, you know, and I mean, people are horrible at lineups and identifying yeah. things, you know, when they do a, a trial for it. like a friend of mine was wanted by the police in Columbia, South Carolina, because he was identified from a mugshot photo from a guy who says he, that my buddy punched him in the face the day before at a bar. My friend had not been in South Carolina in 15 years. The photo was when he was a prison guard in South Carolina. And like they put his ID photo in the mugshots as a fake one. Yeah. And the, and he is six foot tall, over 300 something pounds. The guy who hit the guy was a, tall, a short, thin guy. Like, like there was nothing in relation with the, the two people. Yeah. But that's what we picked out of a lineup because we're bad at it. It's probably better right. off making a list like you do than trusting our memories. Yeah, it's probably true. Um, but I will say, like, if I don't think to do that on something, like, this is the example. And and to some extent, this plays into what you're talking about, too. For, like, because my house, the color of my house has become the topic that Sarah and I describe this condition to people with. I don't know the color of my, the outside color of my house. And, and we've now talked about it so much that I always was guessing one thing and then she would correct it with another thing. And now I cannot remember which one is correct. So I think it's bluish gray, but it could also be yellow. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's like, no, yellow is the old house. I'm like, is yellow the old house or is yellow this house? I I genuinely don't know. And yeah, I don't know either. I've been to both of your houses and I, I couldn't tell you. I, think I, can, picture, old... I can picture... Um, Sarah's car and your um, uh, Corvette in the driveway, and your Corvette um, with and without the cover on it. I can I can vividly picture that, but I don't I don't pay attention to your house, so I actually right. can't picture your house as well as I can picture. Like when I drive up, that's what I look for, like right. her her car and the and the vet. So I, I don't picture the house; I picture the driveway. Nice, yeah. No, that that yeah, that's kind of like. I can kind of, I don't picture anything, but I, I can remember layouts reasonably well. So like the, I can the wireframe of the picture. <laughs> I could pro, I could kind of draw a map of like my driveway layout, the the basic rooms of the house. There'd, there'd be a lot missing from it, and there'd be a lot of like weird off details but basically i can and i used to be really good I, actually i'm pretty good at in the dark finding my way around a familiar spot without picture without having to have the mental image i just memorize like in my when i was a kid i wouldn't want to turn the lights on to go down and get get you know juice or werewolf in the glass in the window true but also i didn't want to like wake up my parents going to get like a drink or something in the middle of the night same thing, like, I mean, I don't get up now, but, like, if I on the rare occasion that I get up for something in the middle of the night now, I can mostly find my way around in the in the dark. I will say my house now is lighter than my house growing up, but, like, I, I knew every single, I knew how to find any single thing that I wanted in my house as a kid without being able to see the mental image. And I don't know if that is helpful or just coincidental that I could do that, but. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask if you have trouble like recognizing people or things because you can't picture it. But then I, I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know that picturing things helps me remember them. Like, I think it's yeah. like I'll see someone I haven't seen in years. And I'm like, if you had asked me to 
what they look like, I didn't even remember. But as soon as I saw them, I'm like, oh my God, that's so-and-so. So I guess it doesn't, yeah. you don't need to. So Sarah has a photographic memory, which is also weird. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> the exact opposites. <laughs> yes, exact opposites. And so, so I have a couple questions that I've asked her that she's answered that I'm not sure are the same for most of you normies. Um, that's what we in the Aphantasia community call you. Uh, that's not true. I, there's no community. <laughs> um, not that I'm aware of. If there the is, images. It, listen, listeners, if you uh, if you are an Aphantasiast um, and you would like to form a community, please let me know. Um, I would be interested. Uh, you sh- you're going to have to draw me a picture so that I can tell what we're doing. Um, anyway, no. So so I asked her some questions, and I, and I'm curious to get your answer on them. The first thing that I, I asked was, so do you, you see mental pictures? Do you see, can you replay like a video? Like a, not like, not like the oh, way yeah. we would, but you can see, like, let's say, I don't know, somebody who's doing jumping jacks and. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I can think of scenes in a movie and play out the scene, watch the scene in my head to an extent. Mm-hmm. Not real long, like I, I mean, I don't know if there's a you know spectrum uh, and and where yeah. if I'm on it, but like so I only can only hold that image for a second or two. I can't like lock an image in my head, but I also like picture you know Luke Skywalker doing a backflip up into the rafters in Empire Strikes Back in the end battle. Like I, I can picture that vividly, yeah. the video of him doing that. Do you do you hear like if you're replaying a scene like that? Can you hear Yoda's voice, for example? I know he doesn't speak in that, but like in that scene but if like any scene can you hear voices and hear sound effects and stuff i i don't it's, i don't know it's hard to think. like i can i can, like i'm trying to imagine the sound effect of luke's uh lightsaber yeah and i feel like i can in my head know it but i'm not like i'm hearing it i don't hear okay. it in my ears, but i know what the sound is so i'm so i don't yeah. know i don't know how to answer even well, that the reason I ask that one is because I think you know, but I'm a pretty good impressionist of, of a few. I have, let's say, a dozen good impressions, and I can't hear any of them in my head. I just know how to like adjust my throat muscles to get them. And don't, I don't want to hear the comments. No, no I, say, <laughs> what, what I did want to say was was like thinking of like the classic Yoda quote, like when they say, you know, I'm not afraid, and he goes, "You will be." what i actually hear in my head what i picture is my older brother saying it because he used to make fun of that line all the time i saw empire with him he took me to see it and i i I have trouble hearing yoda because i hear lee (laughs) okay doing yoda you know well and that's that's another yeah that's another thing is with the muscle movements um some of the impressions i do i can adjust and make new quotes and stuff with those impressions and I can adjust adjust for inflection and stuff, and other ones I can't. So, like Cleveland from the Family Guy show. Oh, not I from the Cleveland show, huh? Racist. I only I can only do one line from Cleveland, uh, and I can't, I literally can't keep the voice going other than that one line because I've like memorized the muscle pattern basically. Huh. And uh, for just for listeners, that is um, Peter. Everybody knows balloons are the international sign for party over here. But I can't do any other lines. So you can um, edit a clip of Cleveland saying that that line in there. So it exactly, like- I need it to be sound perfect so that the listeners are tricked. 
Um, I've done it in person for so for basically anybody uh, that's going to be listening at this point. That, that, that's, pretty, that's a pretty excellent impersonation. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But I do have other ones like I can do. I'm, I don't like doing Yoda because I right now I have a little bit of a sore throat and Yoda is Yoda's kind of a beast. Scratch it is. He is. Yeah. But I can do Kermit and I can do Kermit pretty good. Like I can adjust for him. So uh, hi ho Kermit the Frog here for Sesame Street News. And I can um, even sing as Kermit. I can do it ain't that easy being green. Oh, see, my voice is cracking a little bit because yeah. of the throat. But you get it. Yeah. yeah, but like I can adjust for that, but I don't hear those voices in my head. Like I do hear voices in my head, but not those ones. Um, I, I, and so I just didn't know if those things auditory and visual are connected in that way or, or not. I mean, I guess I, it's hard to tell because I definitely don't hear it like it's in my ears, but I, like I can picture Seth MacFarlane doing Kermit doing. Liam Neeson doing the Taken speech when he was on Graham Norton, he did it, and I can okay. kind of hear it. I can hear. I know his version is different than yours. So I, I have a very special set of skills that makes me a nightmare, nightmare for people like you. Like you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's funny because you say like there's some things like Cleveland where you can only do one line, others you yeah. can do a whole character. When I was teaching improv, one of the uh, improv techniques for creating an improv level character, not a deep thought out character, just something recognizable to the audience as a consistent different character than the last you played. One of the things we, I would say is, that, you know, or dual things, right? One thing was come up with a sentence that's a key. Like you want to do a you know, Irish act, bad Irish accent, fake Irish accent, not a real authentic one. You just like say to yourself before you get on stage, you know, always have to be lucky charms. And then you could just talk that way because you set yourself. And that is what it was for me with Kermit. When I have to, I almost have to every time say uh, "Hi ho" before I start with it um, to get me into Kermit. Yeah. But then I can adjust. But I have to get started there. Um, you talking about improv just reminded me of something that I listened to today, which was John Lovitz was on Howard Stern, and um, it must be recent because they were talking about George Santos and they were talking about uh, John Lovitz's liar character. Yeah, and, and Lovitz said, played Santos on one of the late night shows recently, and I thought oh, he was he? going to do the liar character quotes, and yeah. I got the Morgan Fairchild, and that's the ticket, and he didn't. I was shocked that he didn't do those lines. Oh, okay, I didn't see that, but they made reference to the fact that like there was there was overlap there. But um, he was describing the um, the liar character and how he went on and did it at uh, Second City, and and he. Or was it Groundlings? I think he's Groundlings era. I think he's Groundlings, yeah. And he, he said that he did it um and that he he just got up and was like, I, I'm uh blah 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 with the uh the pathological liars anonymous and I'm the president of the club that organization. Of that organization. <laughs> and he goes and he's like, We did the sketch or we, we you know, the audience asked me questions and after I was done, my friend was like just you just set it up and then it doesn't matter how you answer the questions they're just going to assume you're lying and you can just be like <laughs> what's your favorite sport uh bowling i like and you're like it doesn't matter if it's an honest answer or like if it's like a normal answer or a weird answer it, they just assume you're pathological lying you know? i like bowling cuz i can do it with my wife morgan fairchild yeah i met her a couple times and uh, she was a customer at a restaurant that I was maitre d' for. She would get takeout a lot. She never ate in, but she would get takeout in, this, in New York. And 
I always wanted to like do. I always wanted to greet her. Go, oh Morgan Fairchild. But I figured she would never come back in the restaurant again if I did. So I was just always respectful and nice to her. That would have been amazing, though. Like <laughs> if you knew it was like if you were at your last shift. Yeah. And, you know, and just be like, sorry, I've been wanting to do that for the last three years that I've been seeing you come in every once in a while. Yeah, that would have been funny. Um. Yeah the the. All the implications of, oh, wait a second, people can recall that that has been the hardest thing mentally for me to deal with as far as aphantasia, like the everyone who's ever seen me naked can just remember what I look like naked or. Well, and that's the other thing we talked about offline um, previous was uh, one of the things that I would chide you for when we first met is that you were reading a book that I had read and I kept asking you, what are you up to? And like. Three days later, I'm two pages further in. I was like, it is not a difficult book. What's going on? It's okay. There, there's a few factors. I used to be re, used to be used to be a faster reader than I am. It is difficult when my reading time is constantly being interrupted by dogs or a baby <laughs> or a wife. Fair. Also, I've never been a fast reader, but like I used to be able to read. Like I read the first Hunger Games in a day or two, and I read. Uh, some of the Percy Jackson books in a day or two, but I was living, I wasn't living with Sarah yet. Obviously didn't have a kid yet. And like, I think I had just graduated. I was like, these were vacation days. And that's so why I didn't have anything else to do. Um, but yes, I do read slower than the average person. And it drives me crazy when there's people who don't read, like, like Sarah could get on a plane and, re- and knock out half a book or more mm-hmm. from like North Carolina to Boston. And for me, I could knock out twenty pages, possibly, on a like a flight that long. Like it, if it's a simple book, and it, and I think part of that, and that a really did, book you mean. yes, a comic, a comic book with no words. Um, no, part part of that has definitely been this inability to see it. So it, like, a is that there's also like because I don't see it, I think that I have concentration. Like it takes me extra effort to concentrate and stay focused on. Um, on the the words. So, like your reading, and you know, the, was the pale horse is the book that you? I think it was. Know? I think it was. Yeah, you know, Piers Anthony on a pale horse. Yeah, and so you're seeing all these mental images, and I'm not. And sometimes, like I'll, I read, um, I read the first fifty to a hundred pages of the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo book, mm-hmm. and there were so many references to what seemed like iconic Norwegian or Swedish or whatever country it was in spots. And because I'm not familiar with those things, I had to go look every single one of them up. So like it was, if it was in France and you were like, Oh, and we went by the Eiffel tower and the Arc de Triomphe. I'm not seeing it, but I understand. I, I get it. You know what I mean? Whereas with that book, I mean, I, I literally got, 50 to 100 pages in, I'm like, I'm Google, I'm Googling everything in this book because I don't have any reference point. And so, like, they're describing little bits and pieces of the thing because they think they only have to describe a little detail to make you, as somebody who understands the reference, just be like, oh, yeah, they know what they're talking about. But for me, somebody who doesn't understand the reference at all, I'm just like, this this, this could be a, a wooden bridge over a over a quarter inch of water or this could be like the golden gate bridge i have no idea and they're using different 
slightly different words. Well, you know, so, you know Golden Gate Bridge is a wooden bridge over a quarter inch water. I don't know what you're picturing, but that's that's what it is. Yeah, no, I've been I've been there, so I remember. Um, but the um, what was I starting to say? Oh, so but the other thing is like it with with uh, with romantic languages in English because I'm familiar with those languages also. There was a lot of like if if we refer to like well I know the difference between a stream and a creek and a river as you know as far as intensity relative size and such yeah and because uh, because of Nor- Norwegian um, the Norwegian translation or whatever I didn't have any point of reference for anything and I was looking how big is every- a fjord yeah exactly I don't know like and so I was looking up everything and because. Because I don't have, men- you know, I think mental images was a secondary issue there, but it was also like a, you know, but it was definitely impacting. Well, you it. can't build the image in your head from an ongoing right. description. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I think for reading, there may be advantages as well, because it's not times oh, like yeah. say, yeah, like, you know, you, you remember something wrong in my head. Like if I picture something incorrectly, then late, or they don't give a full description and I picture something what I expect and then when it turns out not to be what I expect, I have to revise that image in my head. And that takes a little effort that you don't have to worry about. You're just updating the words you remember they said. Yeah. A huge part of one of the benefits is, is adaptations of books. I don't get hung up the way a lot of people do. And, and um, hunger games is the best example because there's the cat issue, but there's also all of the, the Rue, do you see? Right. Are you yeah, the people those? who thought Rue was supposed to be white and were upset right. when a black girl was cast, but then like people were posting the description and said she had light brown skin. Like right. it was one time, so people yeah. read past it. Well, and I had I had zero expectation of her being black, also, but I it didn't like I just had zero expectation of of any of the characters what they look like, um, unless like. You know, like Mad Eye Moody, I had an idea what I wanted him to look like when I was seeing those movies because the eyeball as a prop was kind of a specific thing, Keep and yeah. the the limp and like there there was so much of it that was built into that character. But almost every other character in every other book that I've read before the movie or the you know show or whatever, I've had zero expectation for what they're going to look like. And sometimes, sometimes if I'm like reading it, I will pick some, I'll fan cast somebody based on a feeling and then they pick somebody. I'm like, okay, that's not what I see. But I like, it never like sticks and bothers me the same way that like some people, you know, people get really upset about headcanon a lot. Um, For listeners, headcanon is what you think is going to happen versus based on, not necessarily based on anything. So like. If in my thought, head, I picture this person is yeah. always blonde. They never said, but that's how I picture it. Right. And so, and people get very upset about headcanon. Yeah. And I just, most of the time, when, when it comes to physical description, I do not. Yeah. So I, I, I don't get upset about it either because of, um, well, two things. One is as a long-term comic book reader, like seriously long-term, like since the seventies, right. I am used to different artists having a different interpretation of how characters look. So characters just yeah. change appearance even like at the same time, you know, there are four different Batman comics, you know, one releases every week each month, right? Different artists are doing it and Batman looks different in each one because they have a different interpretation. Right. So I'm kind of built to be okay with it doesn't matter how they look. It's just a different version. It's fine to be a different version. And also because I made the mistake young in my life, 1989, uh, not, not that young, 22, um, to expect 
not be happy that Michael Keaton was cast as Batman because he's too short and not muscular. He's not Batman. And yeah. then he pulled it off amazingly well for the time period. And um, I was like, well, you know what? My judgment of who can and can't be a character is wrong. Yeah. I'm never making a judgment again until after I watch the movie. Yeah. And he's back. And he's back. Yes. I'm Indiana so- Jones is fighting Nazis and Michael Keaton is saying I'm Batman. It is 1989. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is very true. <laughs> and I am five years old again when you, and you are 22 years old again. Um, I was talking today at work about recording with you and some of my coworkers. Were, I said something about you being, you being a bit older than me. And they were like, Oh, we thought that he was like your age. Like we thought he was the same age and I'm young I, and I'm hip. Yeah. I don't know. They they're all like early twenties, so they think I'm fucking old. So I think that yeah, could be why. So I'm dead. So it's not that they think you're thirty eight; they think I'm fifty five or whatever you. Yeah, are. it could be. Yeah, but I still I'm still giddy about the fact that when you were describing me earlier, you said a little gray in my beard. Yeah, I was being <laughs> I was being kind. <laughs> There's a little black in my beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you know that that I heard men that. I heard that. men did you know I heard the Jew part in there? Yeah. Did you know that men who regularly perform oral sex on women, their beards go lighter quicker? Not necessarily gray, it can go white or yellow or no, blonde. Yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out what to do for Sarah for Valentine's Day. And I was like, what if I just go get the like the beard coloring so that I and I and I say, <laughs> and I say I'm gonna need this after your Valentine's Day present. Uh-huh. I told Sarah, I said, I said earlier today, I was like, oh, we don't get very sexual on the podcast. And of course, this has been the most sexual episode so far. I just, just looking at you, man. I can't help it. Just picturing I you. I know. Um, I got to be honest. I don't know that I have much else to say about Aphantasia. Um, so I have a question for you. Oh, I do um, have something else. I, Sorry, but you go ahead with your question. Then I remember. So we mentioned that when you know when we first met, you were reading on a pale horse. As soon as I say on a pale horse, or as soon as you said it, the cover pops into my head. I see the cover of the book as soon as you just say the title. And again, I read the book when it first came out in the eighties. It's you know a, a series I always always liked. Um, can you can, do you remember what the cover looked like? I know you can't picture it, but can you remember what the cover looked like? It's yellow with yeah. a white horse on the front. That's about all I could remember. I want to say there's like the Grim Reaper, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think there was a horse on it. I think it was yellow because it was him driving the horse as the car. He's behind the wheel because a horse turns into a car. Okay. I think I think it's him in in, in like in the in the yellow Palomino colored um, car driving it. Yeah. It's yeah. I remember yellow. That's what I remember. Yeah, you got the yellow part. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what I was going to say is, oh, two things, two, actually, yeah. One of them I think is interesting. So I do dream in images and I read that that is fairly common. I don't dream in strong images, but I dream in better images than I can see when I'm awake. And a few months ago, cause I, you know, I think about, yep. Okay. I got the yellow, right? Yeah, it's um, him driving a yellow car. Yeah, <laughs> like you assume it's a horse because it should be, but the yeah. horse turns into a car. <laughs> yeah, 
But so I can I can dream in images, and because I've been thinking about aphantasia so much for the last two years, um, one night I want to say like four month, three four months ago, I was fading in and out of of sleep. I was just like trying to fall asleep, and my I was dreaming, and then I would break from dreaming to like thinking about the thing I was dreaming about, and at some point I thought. Oh, I'm fading in and out of consciousness because oh, there's the image again. Oh, <laughs> the image is gone, and that was fucking weird. And I yeah. was not, I was not intoxicated. Um, oh, so you can't have like a guided dream, like because there are times when I'm in that state where yeah. I kind of realize I'm dreaming, and I can kind of guide my dream a little bit because I'm right on the cusp of waking up, and too far either way, and it's gone. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not a, a, a thing you get to do a lot. But uh, yeah. I no, can't do it, it on demand. It's just there are some times when I'm like in that middle state. There's times when I'm aware that I'm dreaming, but I don't really ever have control over it. Yeah. Like, I, I, like I said, where, you're, where it's disappearing for you, like that would be the state where I have a little control over my dream. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, it was, I, I, I don't know. So it's weird. Oh. I mean, I'm sure research is being done, but, but clearly you have the capacity to see images because you're seeing it when you're asleep. Right. But well, they said that that's common, though. Yeah, that, that yeah, a yeah. lot of people with aphantasia have the ability to dream. I will say, I've been able to see a little bit when I'm intoxicated, too. Like when I'm very, like very Raj on um, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it's like if I'm drunk, I could talk to women. If I'm drunk, I could see people's tits in my memory. No, I don't see tits in my memory. I don't see I, like my brain comes up with new images whole cloth. Like because, like, if I dreamt, like, let's say I had a dream about you. And yes, it is sexual. Um, let's say I had a dream about you. You wouldn't look like you. I would see somebody, and then I, my brain would go, that's Matthew. But it could be like a black dude. Like, it would have no connection to reality. But I would see the image of a person, and my brain would go, that's Matthew. And so that's a weird thing, too. And I think that disconnect is because of the fact that I do have aphantasia. Yeah. But, like, I'll wake up sometimes. And sometimes, because of that, you might be it might be a black guy and at the beginning of the dream it's you and and the black guy never changes and by the end of the dream the black guy is my mom well um your dad and i've been meaning to tell you something there mike (laughs) yeah all right uh i wish i had not picked my mom as the example damn it actually i don't think i've ever had a dream that my mom was in she would be so sad here i always have a dream that my mom's a a black guy yeah um, I did, I did have, so I had somebody one time in the last two years say something about like, can't you just like, like picture them, picture them fucking. And I was like, no, I cannot. And they're like, I can't picture myself and, doing that. And they were, they were like, wait a second. You've never pictured anybody of us, any of us naked. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I cannot picture anybody naked. Well, you know, but when someone says any of us naked, that kind of implies they've pictured you naked. I mean, oh, like, for sure, for sure. Because, like, the normal, like, I would have said, like, you've never pictured anyone naked. I wouldn't say me. I wouldn't say us. I do. I do think that now that I understand that there's pictures, I am aware, and I feel like I now think everyone pictures me naked. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be such a mess to edit because I'm gonna want to leave some of I'm gonna want to leave some of this in, and I want to I'm gonna want to cut so much of this out. Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe I just like, maybe I just go. All right. What I'm, I'm definitely cutting the stuff about my work, the specific employer at the beginning out, but maybe I just leave everything else in. Well, yeah, yeah. You can't have Bill and Ted and, and, and not know who your work is. There's only one That's company true. that makes, that makes sense. Unless you work in a water park. Yeah. Or a Ziggy Piggy. I don't remember that part. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, that. ice cream place that they bring Napoleon to and he eats the giant sundae. They oh, go, yeah. come out and chant, Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. I am not the Ziggy Piggy, I am Napoleon. All right. All right. So I think, unless you've got any other questions, we can wrap this episode. We are recording two episodes tonight, but. Yeah, why are we doing that? You going to France? Going to Paris. I'm going to Paris in the morning. Well, actually, not in the morning. Monday evening, I'm going to Paris. Yeah. So. Like you do. Nice. nice. Second trip to Par- to France in 2023. It's two months, Sweet. two trips to France. The way you do. Listeners, we appreciate you. And um, we will we will be back in like 30 seconds. But to you, it will be a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to get back in your ear holes next week, everybody. All of Mike's friends and family who listen to this. Yeah, I think that they're, it's, I, yeah, that's basically, I would imagine a couple of your friends and family could listen to this. They could. When we do You're the co-host now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so much to cut out. And I only have tomorrow night to edit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is, this, this is, oh, I do have one thing. Oh. I, I do have one thing. It's not aphantasia related. I could save it for the next episode, but I don't want to. I want to mention it now. Sarah told me last night. Oh, I want to. This might actually take us up to almost an hour. Um, Sarah told me. <laughs> How about you edit everything out? Yeah, that's true. That, that's good. I, I need a little more, a little more buffer room so that when I edit it down, it's not thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, so Sarah told me yesterday. She said, "Well." Now that you're recording the podcast with Matthew every week, just make it an atheist podcast. And I was like, I don't want it to be just an atheist podcast. There's a lot of people that do that. They're better at it than me. But so like, but like, I loved that she just was like embracing the fact that she's given up fighting it. Just just calling, call it an atheist podcast. So that's the first thing I want to say. I would call it incidentally atheist. Yeah. (laughs) Incidentally. Yeah. So second, second thing is, Yesterday was Valentine. Yesterday, as of recording, was Valentine's Day, and I was trying to figure out what to get Sarah. And I was asking some coworkers, and I was like, "Oh, I think I might go to Barnes and Noble." I'm like, "I looked. Target has nothing. I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll go to Barnes and Noble." One of my coworkers said, "Well, what does Sarah like to read?" And I said, "Well, the first year we were dating, I bought her the Harry Potter collection. She hasn't read a single book." Um, it was not problematic in twelve years ago to buy the Harry Potter collection. I mean, so it, it was if you're Jewish, but the guy. Yeah, it's no, always I'm been anti-Semitic. That's okay. <laughs> you hate Jews, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I love the John John Stewart stuff about the. It's like the they're like from the the what is it the Zion the. Books as the letter the book Protocols is, of Zion. Protocols of Zion. <laughs> the bankers are like directly from that. Yeah. But no. So first of all, again, I didn't see mental images. So I didn't wasn't I wasn't <laughs> I didn't picturing even recognize they looked Jewish. I didn't even I... notice. Okay. <laughs> I moved my head. Yeah. So 
so I bought her those. She never read them. I bought her Stardust by Neil Gaiman because we watched the movie and we loved it. She hasn't read it. So I was like, so I don't know. She she doesn't really read. And they're like, she, she doesn't read. Uh, she, or I said she reads, but like not like that. And I said, the only thing that she reads regularly is she has a devotional. And I said, and anytime that I'm being really atheist, she whips out that devotional. And and I was laughing about it because I was like, that that does sound like it is like exactly what happens. And so I told Sarah about it last night. We were talking about it. And I said, oh, you know, after she said the thing about recording the atheist podcast, make it an atheist, atheist podcast. And I said, um, yeah, I said, I, you know, I told her that, uh, oh, I, I was telling my coworker that you, you read the devotional every time I've been, been really atheist. And she was like, I do not. And she was like, and I was like, it seems like it. And she goes, no, I read it when I'm stressed out. She goes, I'm never trying to counteract your atheism. It just stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that, but she does, you know, she, and I was, it was really funny. Like she wasn't offended. She just thought it was funny, yeah. but it was, it was like, cause, cause sometimes I feel like I'm like somebody who mentioned something on a TV show or uh, it doesn't matter. I don't, I'll can get it, cut that out. It doesn't matter that you hit space bar or whatever. But uh, no, so I, I, I said like, it just sometimes feels like, oh, we're watching a TV show and they get really Christian for a second. I'm like, ugh. And then you're like, what with the devotional? But so that's that is the uh, that's the other story that I just thought was funny to add. And then while the next episode is more religious oriented, I just thought it was funny for this this episode. So um, we will be back to you. It'll be next week for us. It'll be in a couple minutes. Um, and next week we are going to be talking about the Adam and Eve story, specifically the apple and some plot holes that we think exist within that. All right. So thank you, everybody. Please subscribe to the show. Give us a a review on whatever, wherever you listen to our podcast. Um, If, if in the future, if we have a Patreon and you're listening to this as an old episode, donate to the Patreon. Uh, Matthew needs it for I, for beard say, coloring. You know, you when well, you were trying to figure out what to get your wife for Valentine's, and my wife and I decided not to get presents because she decided we're building a new deck that's going to be you know screened in and everything, and that's going to cost you know I don't know thirty forty thousand dollars. The contractor's coming tomorrow, so I can't afford a, 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 a box of chocolates right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, G- give us money. We like gifts yeah. of money. Yeah. Yeah. And we we don't have a uh, we don't have a Patreon as of recording. So, so just, just throw go, money at us on the streets if you yeah, see just, us. Give just us go money. find go find a hypothetical Patreon that may exist at some point in the future. If you're listening to this sometime after February of 2023. All right, that's our our money plug that doesn't really work. Uh, <laughs> and so now we will say adieu, adieu to you and you and you.